Thanks for your company for the weekly this Friday the 26th of Feb. I'm Jessica Ramirez, a market analyst with Bell Direct. This week, the busiest and final week of reporting season. 162 companies reported most beat expectations. But what dominated headlines? Long-term interest rates rose to a year high. In the US, the 10-year bond yield jumped 1.6%. That's a big jump and rapid jump for a traditionally slow-moving safe haven asset. So when we see bond yields rise, investors usually rotate out of tech growth stocks and sectors and move into sectors that are tied to economic growth. So that's pretty much what we saw this week. And that took the broad market down 1.2% from Monday to Friday as at about 10.30 a.m. The biggest charge came from oil and mining. That's because the oil price rallied to a new year high, 63.47 US, with Texan refineries remaining closed, and those higher oil prices pushed up energy stocks. Mining stocks also doing well for two reasons. The iron ore price hit a new nine and a half year high. It's already rallied 6% this year on Chinese demand, while supply concerns continue to linger. While secondly, the copper price surged to a new nine and a half year high. It's already up 22% this year. And copper is used in electric vehicles, renewable energy products, and construction as well. The biggest weight on the market this week though, the tech sector. It's the best performer over the past 10 years and was last year too. But this week, the tech sector saw its biggest pullback in a year because investors are increasingly worried about longer-term interest rates. So Afterpay and Zip investors locked in profits and Appen, APX, their shares tumbled the most across the ASX 200, falling over 20% after their profit result missed expectations. The third reason for the tech sector pulling back, some brokers are banning leverage products and CFDs, giving them 30 days to sell down their stock. So this basically means over the next 30 days, you could expect some extra volatility or selling in tech stocks, as well as small caps and specky stocks because investors have got 30 days to close off their CFD positions. So this means expect some speed bumps and buying opportunities. But again, over the long term, the fundamentals are there for an economic recovery, albeit a bumpy one. And that's in line with the RBA's view as well. And this supports long-term share market growth. To this effect, we saw mostly better than expected economic news pumped out this week. Firstly, private sector spending grew 3% in the fourth quarter of last year, and that bet expectations of a flatline result. It's also the fastest growth in spending in eight years, and the first rise in business capital spending since 2018. And secondly, the second piece of better than expected economic news was from wage growth. Wages grew 1.4% over the year in the fourth quarter of last year, although growth was at a record low and it stayed at a record low, but it beat expectations that wages would pull back. Now moving to reporting season, which officially wraps up this week. It's important to note that over half of the companies delivered mostly better than expected results. The biggest surprise and delights coming from banks, miners and the underdogs of 2020. Banks reported a huge fall in bad debts. Suncorp and CBA were standouts, delivering much stronger than expected results, stronger dividends and both were upgraded. Miners also doing really well, announcing surging cash flows and record low debt. FMG punched above their weight, investing heavily into renewables. BHP and Rio also delighted 
excited the crowd as well, reporting record dividends. And thirdly, the underdogs of 2020 continue to strut their stuff, insurance and communications. They reported their biggest turnarounds in earnings growth. In insurance, NIB and Genworth Mortgage Insurance were standouts. In communication services, REA Group and carsales.com pretty much stole a show. While the biggest dividend surprises came from Tabcorp, Domino's Pizza and Perpetual. And lastly, we saw some notable stock recommendation changes as well. Event Hospitality, EVT, as an example, they were given a massive upgrade from a sell to a buy by City. And UBS also feels bullish on the cinema and theatre business, moving EVT to a buy from a hold. And City also upgraded the computer circuit board giant Altium, Insurance Australia, AIG, Packaging and Bottling Group, Aurora, ORA, and the betting company Tabcorp, moving them to buys from holds. And the Australian Securities Exchange itself, the ASX, and toll road operator Transurban, TCL, were bumped to holds from sales. And lastly, City downgraded some companies too, moving freight rail company Horizon, AZJ, Coles, COL, the healthcare giant CSL, and Mortgage Choice, moving them to holds instead of buys. So there's plenty of food for thought for the week. From all of us here at Bell Direct, thank you so much for your company. I'm Jessica Amir. We look forward to seeing you on Monday.